0: you're listening to Bad Trip, the true crime and other weird shit podcast where two sisters take you on a wild ride through some of the world's most fucked up places. Each episode, we journey to a new location and explore its sordid past, creepiest urban legends, and landmarks you won't find in the guidebooks. So buckle up, because it's about to be a bad trip. We interrupt this program because the civil authorities have issued a contagious disease warning. we're where is your emergency? The U.S. Navy has finally acknowledged that videos appearing to show UFOs flying through the air are real. Initially, many thought the pops they heard uh, were fireworks associated with the show, but soon it became obvious that this was an attack. Hello. Hey there. We're back in Nevada with our final Nevada episode, Wacky Headlines. The wackiest of wacky. The wackiest. Taylor and I, we have like barely spoken in the past couple days, not just to each other, just like out loud, out loud. So we're kind of like, how do you how does one talk? Yeah, it feels we- I was just screaming at Shauna. Yeah, I was like, Oh, who wants to start today? And she was like, ah! <laughs> it was aggressive. My bad. Um, yeah, so let's just get into it let's do it we don't need to have any formalities no uh you do need to give us a small disclaimer oh yeah so mm, i feel like it's less important with these episodes yeah the headlines but i will anyway we're a true crime and other weird shit podcast we talk about all kinds of all kinds of bullshit and um, we're gonna swear we're gonna make inappropriate comments we try to be respectful about you know victims of crimes and stuff like that but we're not respectful about other stuff <laughs> <laughs> we're very much not respectful yeah. So if you want like a serious true crime podcast, this is definitely not it, especially this episode. We're going to talk about goofy, weird headlines in the state of Nevada. So if you're into that, cool. Stick around. If not, that's fine. Goodbye. Um. Also, if you're not into the true crime stuff, this is probably a good episode for you. You know, like Kirsten gets scared. Yeah. I tell her to listen to headlines. Yeah. This is usually like there's crime involved, but it's not like scary crime. Yeah. It's like You'll see later. You'll see. You'll see. All right. Um, you're going first? Yeah. I'll get us started today. Yes. Oh, I'm Shauna, by the way. Oh, hi. I'm Taylor. In case you care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Okay. So I'm going to start us off with this one. Um, the headline's a little misleading, but it's also true. Okay. Okay. So man owes $250,000 after desert sex gone wrong. Claims it was worth it. Oh, yeah, baby. Ooh. So this headline comes from an article by Madeline Roth or Madeline, I don't know, for MTV News in 2015. And there were other sources as well. You can check them all out in our episode guide at badtrippod.com. And there's also a link in the show notes. Linky link. And that's also where you can find all the pictures we're going to talk about in this episode. Yeah, look at the photos. Our photos are good normally. Especially for headlines. Yeah. Okay, so a 55-year-old British man named Peter and his girlfriend, Dawn, were traveling around the world in 2014. They had been together for about three years, and they loved visiting new places and trying new things. How old were they, 50s? He was in his 50s. She, based on photos, was around the same age. Okay. So they ended up making a stop at a cowboy ranch in Nevada, and they worked there for a little bit as cooks to make some money on their trip. Because they're like traveling for a year plus. Oh, okay. So they're like, stop and work. Go check out another place. Stop and work. Sleep in a beehive oven. Stop and work. Yeah, basically. And they look like they got cooked up a little bit. So here's a nice photo of them. Oh, they love the sun and maybe wearing baby oil in the sun. They're crispy. They crispy. They cook. They're well done. Um, But they're like cute. I don't know. Yeah, they're just a couple in their 50s. They're, they're just like your average white couple. Yeah, he's British. I don't know if she's British or not, but... um, But they're like, you know, your like cool couple. Like he has a tattoo on his chest and like spiky hair a little. And he's got like a cool smile. And she's in her big sunglasses with her across bangs that those... What are those gens Gen Zs would be horrified at? Oh, yeah. Those gens, Those gens. Bangs, <laughs> those gens. <laughs> they would be horrified by the bangs, the side bangs. Yeah. Yeah, so that's them. That's Don and Peter. Don't you mean Don and Peter? Don't and Peter. <laughs> Don't <Dawn> and Peter. <laughs> so <laughs> Don and Peter loved to walk around and check out the hot springs. They were in the middle of the desert. They had no cell service. Like you had to drive sixty miles to get cell service Ooh, from where they were staying. Eerie. Yeah. So they love to, to chill, hang out in these hot springs. And one day they decided to try something a little, a little different. They wanted to get frisky in the water oh. because they're like, hey, no one else is around. We're in the middle of the desert. Like, why not? No one can even cell phone us out here. Exactly. At first, things were going swimmingly. Oh, my God. I had to. Uh, but that is until Peter suddenly went into cardiac arrest and had a heart attack. Oh. Yeah, he's fine. FYI, but obviously Dawn freaked out. They were in the middle of nowhere. Like I said, they had no cell service. So she had to run three miles to like flag someone down. And she flagged down a trucker who was able to call for help. I'm horrified. Sorry, Christopher, you're gonna die in that case. Like I'm not running three miles, especially not in the desert. You want me to run? And oh my God, I cannot. Uh, So ultimately it took like two hours for the helicopter to arrive. And uh, you know, it air flighted Peter to the hospital in Reno, but fortunately he was fine. He was in the hospital for five days. Wow. Um, He was fine physically, but financially it was a different story. Okay. Wow. Uh, It's illegal to have heart attacks. Basically. No, but it might as well be because that's like hospitals and shit in the U.S. are expensive. Mm-hmm. And Peter was traveling without any insurance. Um, And the the helicopter is ambulance times a gazillion. Yeah. And five days in the hospital. So he was like basing his, you know, estimate off UK prices. He was like, "Okay, I'm probably gonna have to spend around five thousand dollars. Right. But no, in the US, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm like, I didn't ask you to put me in this helicopter. I was just ready to kick it. (laughs) yeah like you you owe me money of your own volition did i ask you to airlift me out of here probably right now i have to work and get (laughs) a salary probably now i have to get a salary now you owe me a salary you have to pay for everything i do for the rest of my life yeah i agree because like i didn't ask to be here so now you owe me it's like mom and dad i'm like you had me (laughs) like i don't have to pay bills (laughs) you had me right and they're like bye (laughs) i'm basically part of you i'm an extension of you I didn't ask to be here unless my little like sperm was like, get out of the way, fuckers. I, okay, wait. I just learned that apparently, like, the egg, like, is the one that penetrates the sperm. It, like, engulfs it. So, really, like, the sperms are a little swimmy. They're just kind of like flippy flopping around, and the egg is like, nah, bitch. So, basically, the swer the (laughs) sperm, the sperm is swimming by it, and the egg is like, ow. I, I think so. Look, I got this from TikTok. I, okay. I don't know if I can trust my sources, but. I believe it. But it's like TikTok or the Wisconsin school system. Right, exactly. <laughs> Definitely TikTok. <laughs> um so back to Peter. He he told the Daily Mail it was the most ex- it was the most expensive sex ever. I will never be able to forget that I owe so much money, but it was worth it for the sex. It's always worth it. Is that why you chose this? No, but it's perfect. It's always worth it. Oh, my gosh. If you guys did not see the video of Taylor from, was it two episodes ago, I think? Yeah. Where she dropped her fake meat in her Bloody Mary and said, better be worth it in a weird accent. Secretly on camera. You guys, Tofurky liked the Instagram video. Yeah. So we're basically famous and sponsored by (laughs) Tofurky now. Yeah. Tofurky, sponsor us. We eat your meat all the time. We eat your faux meat. Your faux murky. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Lordy. But yeah, go check that out on our Instagram or our website because it's just like 10 seconds of ridiculousness. Uh... All right. So it's always worth it, he said. In the end, though, Peter had to go back to the UK to get more medical treatment and also like run away from his crushing debt because he was like, I can't afford this. Right. Bye. And so he at the end of the article Which, again, was back in like 2015. So who knows what's happened since then. But he was like trying to negotiate the debt down because he was like, I don't want to be able to not go to the U.S. ever again because I love to travel and I can't go there because I can't afford to pay it. Wow, that is so garbage. I hate this place. Yeah. And unfortunately, Dawn remained in the U.S. So they broke up after three years. What? Yup. She's like, I don't date dudes with hospital (laughs) (laughs) debt. It's on my list of no's. She's like, look, college debt, like student loan debt, fine. Hospital debt, your fault. Gambling debt, don't give a fuck. (laughs) Hospital debt, you're unhealthy. (laughs) She's like, that's a pre-existing condition. (laughs) Oh, that's a pre-existing condition, mate. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, that's the end of that story. It's just a little short one. Oh, I love it. Well, Peter, I hope you're doing well. And I hope you get to come back and visit sometimes, but maybe not right now. It's not the best. No, it's not the best time. Oh, man. Oh, man. OK, um, my first headline. Rescue dog to be named mayor of Reno for a day. Oh, I love it already. Yes. So this is by KRNV. I don't know. Is that a news station? Is that someone's initials? When there's a, when there's more than like two initials, I just like sounds like a news station to me. Yeah, it was just like posted on ABC7 News website. And I'm like, well, what's KRNV? It might be like their local you know whatever you call that word yeah reno nevada rnv oh we're dumb yeah we're dumb okay good anyway so now that we deciphered that someone send us the zodiac killer thing and we'll move on to that next (laughs) (laughs) oh shit okay so in february of 2016 the city of reno nevada got some exciting news they would soon have a new top dog oh my god we're the worst with our puns <laughs> their first ever four-legged mayor i bet they had uh, a four-legged mayor before they had a female mayor <laughs> oh my god actually you know it's fun i would say yes but it is a female mayor that gives her spot up to everett oh okay so speaking of everett he is a rescued five-year-old at the time so in 2016 he was five um, He is dead now i'm gonna kill myself I don't think he is. I didn't look into it, okay. but I'm assuming he's thriving, enjoying his retirement. He's a Newfoundland lab mix who had been adopted two years before from the SPCA of Northern Nevada. Wait, those are those big ass like a Newfoundland? They're big, fluffy like ass dogs the, like the Browns had? Yes. um, And then mixed with the lab. So you'll see a picture of him. He's a lot more lab like, but he's really cute. Oh, I love him already. And the SPCA, you've probably heard of it is the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. So, you know, they rescue dogs and shit. Donate money to them. He won this prize after his human parents went to the SPCA's annual charity event called In a Fur to Remember. Oh, wow. They love puns, too. They do. And they were the highest bidders on this quite unique prize. So you really can buy your way to the top in politics, huh? Yeah, you literally can. Here's proof. So, this perfect pup officially assumed the role of mayor on Thursday, February 11th, when previous Reno mayor Hillary Shiv, Shiv, I'm gonna go with Shiv. Sounds right to me. <laughs> read a public proclamation at the city council chambers naming Everett as her replacement. Mayor Everett was then escorted around town by Reno Tahoe Limousine, participating in a glitz and glam photo shoot at various Reno Midtown landmarks. Oh, my God. This dog was like, what is going on? Like, where am I going right now? <laughs> and then, you know his slogan? Oh, what? Go ahead and guess. Guess a dog's, a dog mayor's slogan. Um, I'm rough on crime. Ooh, I like that. It was actually a home for every dog, a bone in every bowl. Who's putting bones in bowls? Everett is, personally. Everett, that sounds a little creepy if you ask (laughs) me. So, after his long, grueling career as mayor of Reno, Everett received his retirement package. A dog bed, a fancy new bowl, a gift basket, and a 60-pound bag of dog food. Aww. And I'm going to show you Everett now. Oh, he really does look mostly like a lab. He's just a little bit shaggier and maybe bigger. Yeah, like he has a big head. (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. Um, I think we said this before, but a reminder, you can see these photos on badtrippod.com or our Instagram at badtrippod. And they're both linked in the show notes, aka the description of this episode. Yeah. Um. So that was like, that's obviously him. But that's his little photo, like his little campaign thing. Okay. He's like, f- there's a picture of him cut out floating over the city of Reno with the mountains in the background and he, they put like a glow around him so there's this like yellow halo around his little body. It's amazing. He's so cute. Yeah, so he's adorable. Uh, Go look at him just because he's a cute ass dog and he's Everett. Mayor Everett. Alright, well that's it for our first two headlines. I guess we need a little bit of a break and we'll be RB. Alright, see you in about 40 seconds. <laughs> back and somehow my mouth feels dry and like way too wet at the same time i'm so sorry for telling you that but (laughs) now i'm only gonna listen for like noises (laughs) don't edit them out just leave them in okay it'll make your job easier (laughs) yummy it's all on purpose you guys Mm -hmm. yeah any errors you hear in our podcast ever are intentional we're testing you yeah Do you care about us enough to tell us? Especially the pandas. So far, (laughs) none of you fucking have. (laughs) No, we get so much stuff wrong and no one is. I'm okay with it, though. Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to get those emails. No, don't tell us we're wrong. That'll hurt our egos. Yeah, I'd rather be ignorant and stupid. (laughs) All right, back to the headlines. Um, This story, I will tell you the headline in just one second. I need to give a little preamble. Dip my toe in. Yeah. The town of Tonopah is about halfway between Las Vegas and Reno in the middle of the desert. Mm. It's unincorporated, there's not a whole lot going on. It has a population of around 2500 people and 2000 inanimate clowns. What the fuck? I know. That's you'll see. It'll all be explained shortly. So in the summer of 2017, a writer named Chris Morris published an article on fortune.com called Creepy Clown Motel for Sale. Okay, wait, dog. I almost did this as a pit stop. No, so you know all about it. No, I didn't do it because I was like, oh, there's so much info on this. And I skipped it. Oh, my God. I could have done so much more. Like this could have been its own episode. But that's why I was like, I just don't know if I want to handle this right now. But I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, I'm just going to give you an overview. There's actually so much that could be said about it. But I'll tell you just some highlights. Hell yeah. Ooh, this is like my dream because it's the stuff I want to know without doing the work. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) All right. So first, some history. The Clown Motel, which is literally what it's called. That's his name. It was created. I Why did I write created? <laughs> it was created. On day one, God created the, the Clown, clown motel. motel. No, so it was... Uh, Two of every clown <laughs> were, were put into the motel. I mean, basically. <laughs> you'll see. So it was created in Tanopa in eight nope, not 18, 1985, by two siblings who wanted to honor their father's memory. You and me. I'm yeah. Just no, our dad's, our memory of him being alive. I was going to say, I can still remember him. Yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so they wanted to honor their dad's memory. He was apparently buried next door to this land in this creepy cemetery. Shit, I meant to include a photo of it, but I don't think I did. I'll have to find one and we'll add it. Show me later and then we'll post it. But basically it's like... I mean, it looks like a cemetery in the middle of the desert. It's like dirt and gravel. And to then be fair, headstones. I did see it when I was looking at pit stops. Okay. So I know what it looks like. They'll all be like, what? So here, let's pretend. Oh, that's really eerie just out there in the middle like that. Just <laughs> all all headstony and stuff. But what's weird is it's like there's no grass. Like it's just gravel, dirt, and headstones. I wonder in that case how the headstone is like in the ground. I mean, it's still ground. like I know, but is it? I don't know. Are they cemented in? Are they just, are they like buried really deep? Are they in like a... How is it any different than any other headstone? What I'm asking is I don't know how any headstones work. Well, then that's a you problem. (laughs) And I don't know either, so. All right. I think what I picture is like... um. You know, when you put like a decoration in a cake or like a can, one of those big candles mm-hmm. that's like a number mm-hmm. um, and you stick it in, it has like a little post on the bottom. Right. That's what I'm picturing for the headstone. Okay. So my, that me too. And my thought was that the sand isn't going to be rock solid enough oh, to hold in that part. Gotcha. I mean, it's like, you know, it's not just sand. It's like rock and gravel and stone. Those yeah. are all different words <laughs> for the same thing. <laughs> it's just all large sand. Oh, it's all large sand. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's not just sand. It's it's sand, but larger. <laughs> OK, so there's this there's a cemetery next door that their dad had been buried in that had been around since the early 1900s. And this town used to be like uh, a mining town. People had died in a fire in the mine. So a lot of them are buried in this graveyard. And people had also died in what was called like the Tanopa Plague.
1: Mm.
0: But it wasn't really a plague. It was pneumonia that everyone got. Ew. So I guess kind of a plague, but, you know, so COVID basically so the dad was buried in the cemetery and he was an avid collector of clown stuff. So they in his memory decided to open up this motel and make it clown themed. And he had 150 different like clowns <laughs> that they that they put in this motel. Of all sizes? Yeah, and of all types. I don't I don't know exactly what they were back then cuz it's Ooh. grown a lot since then. Okay. So it's had multiple owners over the years and in 2015, Zach Bagans and his crew from Ghost Adventures filmed an episode of the show at the motel. Ah. Uh. And this is kind of when it started going from, you know, a local, cool, awesome place to go visit. Also, just like a place that truckers went and stopped on their way through the desert. Yeah. Um, and it was like 40 bucks a night, cheap, kind of run down. Mm. At this point, it started gaining more attention because of Ghost Adventures. And also it was featured on some other shows. And it's kind of become a staple of Nevada culture, I guess, or the Nevada desert. So when Ghost Adventures went? One more clown was added to the motel that night. Oh, that was good. It's Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans. So when they were there, according to the motel's website, quote, scenes include a visual sighting of a dark silhouette, a voice heard saying, hello, it turned on when using a voice spirit box. And most famously, the hand of the large clown is caught on camera moving off its leg entirely of its own accord. Ew. I don't know, the large clown. There's just like one large Wha- clown. Or just a really large hand. <laughs> so that's spooky. So apparently this whole place is haunted. Ooh. So back to the headline. In 2017, the owners were asking for just under a million dollars for their 31 room motel that caters to truckers, road trippers, and other fucking weirdos. hmm <laughs> hmm I'm just thinking shark tank price, like mm, we'll see. It was yeah, 900000 dollars um, I will show you pictures of all this at the end. I have several. Okay. I will say there was an important kind of like stipulation for this purchase, which is that the new owners were required to keep the clown theme and keep it running as a motel. Okay. That changes things uh, in Kevin O'Leary's mind. does <laughs> it <doesn't> speak money. <laughs> Taylor's been watching Shark Tank so much. No, but like... This place was starting to gain recognition, you know? Yeah. People were coming to it. It didn't have the best reviews, but the right person could really turn it around, you know? I mean, if you're gonna spend 900 grand on a clown motel, you're gonna probably also have the money to amp it up a little bit and make it nicer. Yeah. Well, it took two years, but the hotel finally sold to a man from India whose family owned two motels in Las Vegas. Mm. So he, he had lived in the US for years now, and he had actually collected clowns since he was a teenager. He has this whole backstory of how like he went to a circus when he was a kid and he got scared of not the clowns, but like all the other stuff happening, like all the big animals and lions and whatever. Sorry, the clowns were the thing that didn't scare him. Yeah. So then his friend convinced him to give it another try. And he went and he loved the clowns. Wow. OK. So he started collecting clowns. Look, mental health comes out in all ways. I'm saying. So um, he was like, shoot, I really want to buy this place. So his brother helped him buy it. More siblings? More siblings own oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, We're going to own it in the future. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it. Me either. So they bought it. They've done a bunch of renovations. They've expanded the collection to over 2,000 clowns. Quite the glow up. Whoa. And today the website says, All 31 of our rooms feature two to three custom clown art paintings, along with air conditioning, heating, a refrigerator, and more. The Clown Motel is an experience you'll never forget. We'll do everything to make your stay comfortable. But what happens after dark is out of our hands. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And then guests can even rent like EMF readers and other ghostly stuff to make the experience spookier. And the motel is also pet friendly. Okay. So, So, wow, we're there. The um, most important things. Totally going there. Now let's look at some photos. Immediately. Oh, Dawn and Peter at the Clown Motel. No, I wish. Who knows? They might have gone there. So at this point, these are more recent pictures. So you can see that's a lot of clowns, (laughs) a lot of clowns. And they're all different kinds. Wow. There are some people sitting just with thousands of clowns. Yeah, that's in like their reception area, I believe. And there's like a photo op. I wonder if that's the big clown that they were talking about in Ghost Adventures. It does have a very human like (laughs) hand. Ew, yeah, for a second I thought you were pointing at the guy's hand. I was like, no, that's (laughs) very clearly attached to a human. Nope, the other one next to it. (laughs) Yeah, that's creepy. Part of the renovations were they did, like, themed rooms. So I mentioned before the rooms used to be, like, 40 bucks a night. Now they start at 70, and they actually go up to, like, quite a bit higher because they have these themed rooms. Okay, so hard pass on the flooring, but other than that, I love it. It's, like, colorful, there's a big on the on the wall like the smaller wall that the bathroom is behind they have big portraits of like one is it one is jason yeah so it's not just clowns they they just like bring some different scary movie shit in there wow it's so cool oh there's so many clowns on the walls (laughs) and they have like every door has a clown on it too also one thing i love about these photos of the rooms is that they have like models in there they have, like, these two women who are pretending to be, like, just chilling in the room. But they're also dressed up, like, spooky, like, kind of gothy. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. So, you know, it looks pretty, like, it's very kitschy. The furniture sort of matches, but, like... It's just a lot of colors. Yeah. Th- there's different colored walls in the room and, like, interesting comforters. It's just very, like, bam. Like, it's nothing nothing fancy, but it's mm-hmm. cool as fuck. Yeah. And then this uh, is merch from the Jolly Clown Collection. Literally hate that name. But I love me some merch. Just my old boss. She was a clown, though. There's a t-shirt, you know, my favorite. Um, You can order them online. Shauna made sure to tell us. Yeah, they're only like 20 bucks, too. Ooh, so... It's just like the big sign, the Clown Motel, and there's a creepy big ass clown. I think I'm going to guess that their name is Jolly. Um, There's also a pin that says, I survived and you, (laughs) question (laughs) mark. In like goofy circusy font, Yeah, like Jokerman font. No, it's not that, but. But it's funny. It says, visit us www.theclownmotelusa.com. So if their clicks go up after this episode comes out, please sponsor us. Seriously. No, they're doing really well for themselves. I looked at their reviews. They've had like dozens of reviews in the past couple weeks alone. Hell yeah. Five star reviews mostly. Um, in that picture of the guy and the girl. And first he was holding a mask. Yeah, it was a new photo. I got that from their Facebook from like last week. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. So we need to go here. Bring Aspen. Yeah, I would love to visit this place. So um, they have a gift shop. You can also, if you have a clown collection or even a single clown you want to donate to them, you can do that. There's more information on their website. Ooh. Yeah. Do you think they have anything from John Wayne Gacy? Do you think they have any of his clown photos? Ooh, that would be really creepy. I hope not. I hope they do. Ew. um Like, as a donation. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But... They actually have this page on their website where you can like donate and stuff. But also there's a feature of this woman who she donated like hundreds of clown things, figurines and memorabilia Mm -hmm. after her mom passed away and her mom had collected clowns. And now this lady can stay for free for the rest of her life. Okay, so we need to collect a bunch of clowns. I'm here for it. And then we can stay there for free. Yeah. Yes. So that is it for the clown motel. Like I said, there's a lot more about the hauntings and a lot more really interesting photos that I just couldn't fit in here, unfortunately. Maybe we should find the the Ghost Adventures episode later and just see what goes on. I would be so down for that. I'm trying to see this hand on the leg. Yeah, me too. So I think they they filmed it in 2015, but I think it came out in 2017. Ooh, okay, good to know. Yeah, FYI. Okay, oh wow. There (laughs) we go. (laughs) That was me laughing like a clown. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not scared of clowns. Like, I get that they're creepy, but they're not like a thing I'm scared of, you know? Yeah. And that's very much how the owner feels now. Well, actually, he's like, I don't even get why they're creepy. Like, they they smile. They're supposed to make you feel better. The thing that scares me about them is that when a smile is painted on your face, you can be so angry and evil in your eyes and still look like you're smiling. And that's what freaks me out. It's like the contrast of their feelings and their actual face, like expression. Interesting. Yeah. It's like that. I just don't like that. Ugh. All right, you ready for the final headline of this episode? Yes. Onion Pistol Duel staged at grocery. I don't know what that means at all. All right, this is from the Reno Gazette Journal from September 21st, 1937. 37. So basically, I'm going to read you the article straight from the newspaper because it is Chef's Kiss. Okay. Because so we all know back in 37 the integrity of journalism. Look, there's nothing to be integrity about here. <laughs> All right. A duel between a grocer who laid down a barrage of onions and a would-be robber armed with a pistol resulted in the rout of the robber last night. Um, Shauna looked that up for me, and that means basically this dude got away. Yeah, we looked up a route because we were like, it's spelled R-O-U-T not spelled the way we know it so yeah uh, it means a defeat and cause to retreat so he was like i'm out of there henry r brewster owner of the mill street grocery told the police that a young man walked into the store flourished a gun and ordered the storekeeper to stick him up no way did he say stick him up he said stick him up in quotes instead of obeying Brewster scooped up a handful of onions and pelted the bandit, who ran out the door, firing two shots from his pistol. He stuck up those onions up his ass. I don't know why I said that. Why? I know. I'm like, wait, no. Neither shot took effect, the police said. Brewster described the robber as a young man wearing shabby clothes. Same. <laughs> You're a young man wearing shabby clothes. Sometimes. Taylor has a RuPaul t shirt on. Last night, the police took several men into custody for questioning, but none of them was identified by Brewster. And I said, they should have just looked for the man that was crying. Oh, my God. Um, That was it. That's just a short article, but just amazing. When you read the headline, can you read the headline one more time, please? Onion pistol duel staged at grocery. Okay, so I fully thought there was going to be like an onion pistol. Okay, that's what I thought when I read it first too, because it has like, you know a dash like yeah. it's an onion pistol an onion pistol <laughs> but it's like onion versus pistol yeah 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 but i was picturing like a gun that shoots out onions and i was like those 30s were a weird time okay because in my head i was picturing a gun that was like made out of onions oh and i was like what's this i was thinking you know how they have like those potato guns or oh, potato yeah. shooters or whatever yeah so i was picturing like <laughs> just like a pvc pipe that someone shot onions exactly out of. oh that's kind of my dream shark tank here we come yes I would like a hundred thousand dollars for a one percent stake in my onion <laughs> pistol company, <laughs> Kevin O'Leary. But what makes me money? <laughs> I'm like, I mean, have you seen it? it? It's a pistol that shoots onions, and we're in America. Pistols and onions. It's <laughs> what America is made out of. You can just shoot it right into your burger. Mm-hmm. You press a button and it just chops it up for you real quick and shoots out the the chopped pieces. Ooh, wait, that's cool. All right, now we're getting into the real stuff. Don't tell anyone our secrets. Yeah, pretend you never heard that. Yeah. Um, so really, what it came down to to me is these four things: one, I love onions; <laughs> two, they are delicious; mm. three, they remind me of Shrek; they do; and four, I love Shrek. <laughs> hey, now we're an all star. Yeah. Get your onion on. Um. Well, that was quality. That's a great little story. I. So I guess like in my mind, they never found this man. No. And he went on to be pelted with onions around the world. Maybe he was scared of onions for the rest of his life and he never left his house again. He was just traumatized. He could never go to another grocery store. Nope. So I couldn't find, I really looked hard for like this grocery store, like a photo of it in 37. It's very hard to find old photos of it. So I found one from like down the street, just so you could get the vibe of what a grocery store at that time was like inside. Okay. <laughs> this bitch included a picture that that picture of shrek it's like a meme and he's doing like sort of like Ooh, face. Ooh. so yep, yeah, that's that oh my god wow it's so weird to see i know this is so dumb and i think i said it last time but like looking at photos back then i'm like it's hard for me to believe that that was less than 100 years ago because it's black and white <laughs> <laughs> she only knew things was black and white right like i'm sorry you're telling me that color existed back then i don't believe it <laughs> You're crazy. When I like, I seriously though, because uh, I know it's so dumb. It doesn't make sense. Also, this kind of looks like like Trader Joe's vibes, tbh. It kind of does. Like I'm here for it. So that <laughs> boo, All right. So you know, next time, just uh. I think, like in America, when people are like, you know, who's going to stop bad guy with the gun? A good guy with the gun? It's like, well, no, a good guy with an onion. Yeah, with a barrage of onions. So all you need are onions. We can get rid of guns, disarm the police. They can take onions. They can have onions if they want. A cab, but give them onions. Yeah, and then they'll just walk around crying all the time. No undercover cops because they're just crying. You know they're <laughs> cops. <laughs> if you see if you see a grumpy white man walking down the street and he's crying you're like oh that's a cop with like a high and tight haircut yeah and he looks like abusive <laughs> sorry i mean you're not wrong <laughs> anyways if he looks like he'd be a good perp on svu he's an undercover cop yeah absolutely Oh, uh, let's let's end this now <laughs> all right so pick Burr. up your onions this is soup for my family do you know what i'm talking about oh uh, okay i have to say this real quick before we go um I want to say it was like last summer or maybe in the winter, but within the last year there's this guy on the news and he was at a protest mm. for Black Lives Matter and he was carrying a can of soup like to throw, but the reporter was like, "So uh so what's that you got there?" He's like, "It's soup for my family." Oh my God. And she's like, "So you're not planning to to use that for to be violent?" He's like, "It's from like I said it's for my family." Oh, my God. So. His like, wife is a racist, and he throws it at his wife oh, no. like, on the other side. <laughs> Sorry. No, um, it was so good, though. And I love that he did that. So now it's like kind of a meme. So onions for my family. Yeah, they're just onions for my fa- This is just a pistol for my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's really accepted. That's like how, how the world works. That's true. How this, this country, country like, works. Welcome. Here's your citizenship. Jesus Christ. Okay, well. Uh, uh, we're in California next week. Oh, wow. Yeah, we are. It's time. And I'm doing a, a man-made slash natural disaster of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, And I will tell you some fun facts about California and maybe not so fun facts, too. Yeah. You know, we like to keep it rough and keep you on your toes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm actually going to California for real next month. So this is going to get me excited. Ooh, I can't wait for you to hear all the horrid things. Yeah. <laughs> OK, cool. So we will see you next time and, um, you know, come prepared to be pelting with onions mine is going to be a bit of an emotional one so bring your onions so people don't laugh at you for crying yeah but then they'll think you're a cop Ooh, true yeah maybe just don't maybe just listen to it alone yeah <laughs> all right well uh rate and review us on itunes or you know wherever else takes good ratings <laughs> only good only good ones. <laughs> um and you know you can always email us at badtrippod at gmail.com if you have a uh, any story ideas or just want to say hey we'll be there So, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time on this bad trip.